And what he was doing was, and it's just my personal opinion, I haven't spoke to anybody, this is just me evaluating the game. What I saw out of James Harden was a guy trying to help Joel Embiid win the scoring title. A guy that was trying to help Joel Embiid win his first MVP. Because I saw him. We keep talking about Ben Simmons and what he bring on the defensive side of things. Where the hell was Ben Simmons last year when they were playing the Hawks and Trey Young was torching them? I'm, I'm telling y'all, look, I'm not jumping off this ship. I'm gonna have to sink with it. I am staying with the Memphis Grizzlies. You are now listening to The Hoop Forum on the Dip Podcast Network. As of one minute ago, ESPN is reporting. Irving gives middle fingers. Nets Kyrie Irving says he's keeping same energy as fans, flashing obscene gestures to Boston crowd in heated game one. There was no way we were going to top that one for the rest of the day. You know, like the Suns, yeah, they'll probably get through pretty easily. We just watched the Bucks not exactly stumble into a victory, but still get there. They handled that entire game with they the did. exception of the third quarter and onward. And you know what? Sitting here watching it, knowing Giannis didn't check back into the game with, until there was 15 seconds left in the fourth. And before that had sat out at least two minutes straight. Like, you know, he's just going right to the media saying, I'm just glad in Milwaukee. I have a team around me that can finish playoff games for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's what a good culture and good roster does for you. Exactly. So that's exactly the point you're making is that they are just completely in control. Perhaps they're the best in the league at keeping it in control right now. But what we saw between Boston and Brooklyn tonight is actually becoming the next real rivalry in the NBA. Like we have been pushing the Sixers. There's real beef there. But then there's also Brooklyn and like Miami a little bit, you know, like there's real tension there in the Boston Brooklyn thing. And and we can dive into that eventually, but uh, let's go ahead and just uh, roll it back to, I mean, the, the start of the playoffs on a team that we love that unfortunately missing their superstar. The poor superstar Dallas Mavericks. Oh yeah. The Dallas Mavericks. Yep. Poor Mavericks. I mean, what could we expect? Brunson was handling himself very well. I thought every, but there's something about him that's still, he's still only just like a 24 minute guard, you know, Mm -hmm. or like at least on his own, but he needs to be paired with Luca at least 70% of his minutes. Like he's a player that's completely maximized at the shooting guard position for them by Luca and like Luca just finding him in the corner. Same with Finney Smith, same with Kleba, same with Powell, the whole team. You know what I mean? Luca is the igniter. Yeah, and it's it, it sucks to have home court advantage and not have Luca there for game one at home. Uh, that's just incredibly unfortunate. Um, and to only lose by five points is respectable. Uh, so that's what gives me hope for the rest of this series. I agree with you on Brunson. Um, he's absolutely maximized in the minutes with Luca. Um, you know, there was 
those minutes when we saw them in Cleveland where they kind of let him run the show for like a f- six minute period, like time stretch in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. To <laughs> begin like, the, the end of the third and into the fourth, just that last, you know, not the last leg, but just right before it, you know, like the big push before the last leg. Right. Honestly, like where you kind of like get a secure little gap. Um, and, and, and he handled it well. It's just in a playoff setting. I think it's just too much to ask. Right now. Yeah. I totally regular agree. season game against the Cavs. That's one thing. Playoff playoff game. It's a little too much. Like you, you need, you need more minutes with Luca. That way both players are maximized. So and how about, how about a statement like this? Not trying to sound hot, but there are mild similarities to the way that Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson play basketball. I don't like it. (laughs) They both take highly contested fadeaway jumpers around the same areas, but that's really it. Like, I mean, it's a guard to a forward. They have completely different attitudes and play styles, but just in that way and their scoring abilities, I feel like he's like Julius Randle. Like he's kind of in the same lane. Floaters, little spin shots, little hooks. He's never really taking true, just like size up. I don't know. Like just standstill threes, like a Kyle Korver type. He has to be kind of moving in rhythm and in his own way. Motion. I mean, he's he's a motion player for sure. And like they run the same plays that they run for Luca for him, which is just that pick and roll. Um, I mean, they just shove that down people's throats. Yeah. It doesn't stop. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we saw Randall get shut down pretty easily because he has overall a predictable game. But in the same vein with them taking the same shots, there's a way that Brunson can be shut down pretty easily then by a playoff defense. So mm-hmm. that's what I was just seeing from Utah. And I mean, it's, it's one thing that it's Utah, somebody, a team that's had its defensive reputation, absolutely torn to shreds over the past, like what, 14, 16 months. Like Mm -hmm. there's been nothing good about that defensive core that we've seen blowing leads. You know what I mean? Are just getting absolutely slaughtered. Like, yep. And I mean, Bogdanovich, yes, was trying on offense. They were really trying to find the last open man possible. Like that's what that offense comes down to. We call it the swing all the time, but they will literally just force rotation until somebody is more than moderately open. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, any good wing defense is probably going to be able to shut that down seven out of 10 times. But then the Mavericks who we've seen them be a team with a solid defensive identity. Actually, one of the better parts of the team is the defense. Now that Luca is able to find a role as well. So, I mean, it's just, it's one thing it's in the playoffs. Like you hope it's not a, like a symptom of something more. Kind of, I I feel the same way for the Memphis Grizzlies too. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how both of those series play out. Um, in terms of the Jazz and the Mavericks, I think it's it's obvious that the Jazz have that scheme you could or that uh, offense that you can scheme against really easily in terms of uh, shutting it down. And when I look at the teams, I think the Mavericks have more depth, in my opinion. 
Yes. Uh, and I, I, I personally just, I feel as if, if Luca comes back and is healthy, which is a, honestly a big question because those lower leg injuries are nothing to be uh, messed with at Muscle all. Muscle injury at that, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's not really promising. Um, but I do have a decent bit of faith. And if that holds true, I just, I, I, I think that Luca will overwhelm. Yeah. He just will. Like Rudy Gobert can only do so much. Quite frankly, he's going to pick Rudy apart. I was disappointed in the fact that the Mavs were really scared to just go at Rudy Gobert. That's what makes him. I feel like the idea of Rudy Gobert sometimes is in the heads of even players. They see Mm -hmm. this seven, two guy with a huge wingspan literally right in front of the paint. And they think anything that I have, he's just going to reject very easily. And you know what? Luca's going to back him down. <laughs> exactly. I think he would. I think he would too. I don't think Make him work man to man. And I think right. that the Mavericks guards, they just got to really try to go harder at Gobert. Like they well, have I think to with Luca out there commanding the presence of the, the floor. I think they will. Yeah. True. I mean, yeah, you this, saw how much I he know. controls the games out there. See, I hate to criticize them so much because it's just one game in the playoffs, but it's just like, we saw how they're, capable of playing against a team with a solid defensive identity as well in the Cavs mm-hmm. who are, I mean, statistically much better defenders than the jazz are. And they right. picked it apart with relative ease. So, I mean, it's just them missing your superstar in game one. It's never going to be a, a good time. Like never. No, and no it's not. It's not, it's not even like he went down halfway through the game either where they were catching the role. So, I mean, maybe this is what they needed. They needed a game where they obviously were in front, but let the lead slip away so that they know what level they have to be at. Yeah. Like a feel out game. Exactly. LeBron James style. Yeah. We watch LeBron James do it every year. (laughs) Yeah. The whole feel out game. Uh, Just as a quick (laughs) summary on this game, real quick game leaders for the, uh, for the loss to the Mavericks uh, or for the Mavericks. We were Donovan Mitchell, 32 points, 10 of 29 from the field, 10 of 11 from the three throw line. Jalen Brunson, 24 points, 9 of 24 from the field goal, 5 of 6 from the free throw. Rudy Gobert, 17 rebounds. 15 of those were defensive. Two of those were offensive. Jalen Brunson had seven rebounds, five defensive rebounds. Two of those were offensive. Mitchell with six assists. Dinwiddie with eight assists. So game leaders for that. Not bad. I think that Dinwiddie the has Jazz a real showed chance out. to be a Luca's actual perfect compliment, though. I think so. As his backup. I mean, they can share minutes, and I'm sure it works, but I haven't seen it myself. Mm-hmm. But just the way that Dinwiddie slashes from the top of the key just fits Dallas's system so well and what they want to mm-hmm. do with Luca. So I'm excited to see where the rest of this series goes as well. I really think that they can, I think that they can win the next one since Luca's not going to be there. I think they can do it next game at home. They're in their comfort zone. They know what they need to do to stop Donovan neutral. Like is Luca not going to be back for game two. I don't think so. I guarantee he'll be back for game three, though. Guarantee it. Mm. Calf strain. He probably just needed five, six days off. 
Yeah. God damn it. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and move forward to Raptors 76ers. I markedly did not watch much of this one, but I mean, I don't know how you could. Yeah, like, it's just, it was the least attractive of all the options of playoff games so far. Tobias Harris with 26 a- points, though, on 64% from the field, he had a good game. Yeah. What's his plus minus, though? <laughs> I mean, Philly just blew them out and like blowouts are just, I mean, it's cool to start the series like that, but I don't know. I feel like all the hardened believers are probably saying like, see, I told you so when ultimately, but what about him made me believe more? Like what about that performance? 22 points on 35% from the field, six of 17, 85% Mm -hmm. from the free throw line on seven attempts. And on two-point shots, he was four of seven for 57%. So he was efficient when he was driving, but his shooting has just gone to hell. Six of 17 from the field. 14 assists. So you look at that and you really think he offsets it by getting the the offense in motion. And you know a lot of that was probably setting up um, Harris. He's at the same level as Russ. Oh, that's so... I don't know. Isn't he? No, no. I can't say that. I mean, these look like Russ stats, but like, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Actually, these look like Russ stats, bro. Like they, they feel different. But yes, do you think they team up next year? Back in Houston. (laughs) Well, if they honestly both go back to Houston, trades John Wall and Christian Wood. To Los Angeles for Russ and Russ's goodbye contract, his last year on the books. Harden and Jalen Green. Yeah, no, no. This is the thing: is that the Rockets get to keep all their role players, and it's just Harden and the the super young role players: Shen Goon, Kevin Martin, Kenyon Martin Jr. Um, oh, what's his name? Jay Sean Tate. All those guys. And they just run, and Mike D'Antoni goes back to. This is our fantasy, apparently, is that the the 2019 Houston Rockets get back together, and my God, maybe they'll get Robert Covington as well, who's on the last year of a contract. If that honestly happened, I would buy a Houston Rockets jersey for every starter. I mean, what do you see happening ultimately with this Philly? Toronto series with James Harden playing mediocre on the offensive end. I mean, of course, balling out. We just need to see one game of him with 36 and Embiid with like 41 for all of this to go away. Honestly, they just need a game where both of them just dominate and are relentless the entire time. And the Mm -hmm. Sixers win like 110 to 79. That's what I want to see. Because I know that James Harden in there. I That's why I can't call it Russ yet. Because I know James Harden in there somewhere. There's the identity of a 36 point per game score. He was right there. And it wasn't like he was doing it extremely different to how he plays now. Mm-hmm. There's just so much more passing. That's really what it is. The offense got dialed down to 60. And now it's completely inefficient. <laughs> 
because that's how he always made up for his stats. How many of those 36 points per game? Yeah, exactly. Volume. You cut down the volume and it just becomes shit. Right. And it's and 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 Trey Young has modeled his game after that as yeah, well. Yeah, Trey, like, Trey got shut down pretty nicely today. That yep. was that was bad. And we'll get into that for sure. Uh to wrap up this though, I would say probably looking at a five game Philly win. You think the Raptors get one in there? I Pascal think, with like 44. I think at best the Raptors could get two, but I think that's a reach. Yeah. I mean, let's monitor the situation for Barnes. If he's not back and apparently Gary Trent Jr. is doubtful. I mean, well. I just have a lot of faith in these young energy guys too. Like Maxi out here putting 38 points, Anthony Edwards, 36. Like these guys have something to prove and they're out there doing it. Yeah. Respect to Tyrese Maxey. I did not put respect on his name a couple weeks ago. And you know what? I rescind that statement because Tyrese Maxey has found himself comfortable. And Coming out game one, putting up 38 points against a legit defense. And you know what? Maybe if you're James Harden, you think, this is what I got? Like, I'm doing I mean, just fine. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. Game leaders for this, Pascal Siakam, 24 points, 9 of 18 from the field, 5 of 5 from free throw. Tyrese Maxey, 38 nice. points, 14 to 21 from the field. And Embiid only went to the free throw line five times or like three times. 15 rebounds for Embiid, though. Scotty Barnes, wow. 10. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? <sighs> that is not Scotty Barnes led with assists at 8 for Raptors, Harden at 14. Insane. Scotty Barnes putting 32 minutes. Another young guy out there working. 10 boards. That's just nuts. Crazy. That's a rook. You love to see it. 15 points and 10 boards. Like That's a rook. A double double. Yep. Big beef. Game one. No, not big beef yet. But not a big beef. Not big beef. <laughs> no, dunks be going, no dunks would be going crazy though, because one of them is from uh uh Canada. I think a couple of them are. Just Scotty Barnes getting 10 boards. It's just so let's hop over to another pretty big, well, the, I mean, the real upset that happened on day one of the NBA playoffs here. The uh, Timberwolves and Memphis Grizzlies. 13-point deficit. Jaw just, just looks like he was treading water for some reason. Even like, though he scored 32 points? Yeah, like even though, like I really, I really feel like there in the first quarter, like he was shooting efficiently. He was up to like five for five at some point and had like 14 points, but he just seemed like he wasn't really getting involved yet. Like Desmond Bain was bringing up the ball a lot. And you know who was honestly having a bad stretch in the first half as well was Jaron Jackson Jr. Mm. He could not finish, like, looked uncharacteristic. Like he was nowhere on the jumper. Like he had three blocks, but like other than that, like I feel like he was just a little bit outpaced. Like he just didn't have the greatest game. I don't know. Uh, Memphis just really didn't impress me last night. Like, and that's the thing is that they've been impressive all year. So if this is the first time they haven't been impressive, I mean, it's, it's a bad time, but like I feel like they can rebound. I hope they can rebound. What I'm worried about is that they are running out of gas because they were all gas, uh, no breaks. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Because they were nonstop. And Jaw's been dinged up multiple times this season. Right. So, and, and he usually is. I mean, that's what it has been for like the past few years. So it's, it, it's going to be tough for them if they lose this. They have a lot riding on this. At first going into this, I was like, yeah, regardless, this season is going to be a win if they win this first round. And, and that was like maybe like halfway to three quarters of the way into the season. Yeah. It's like, yeah, even if they lose the first round, like regardless yeah. of who they match up against, like they still had a great season. But now as I'm sitting here real time and they're the two seed going up against the fucking Timberwolves who just make me sick, honestly, <laughs> like Warriors level, just sick, but not as intense. You know what I mean? A little bit. Yeah. There's something about it that I just really don't like. Just gets under just my cat. skin. I think it's, it's just cat. I, really I don't, don't like, like his cat. play style. Yeah. Like, bad look on Memphis if you lose this. Really bad look. Yeah, that's the thing, is that it is the Timberwolves. And if they do fumble the bag and let Anthony Edwards score a 30-plus points per game, even like, like 29. the youngest player to do it or something in a playoff game? Yeah. Not a stat. I mean, he was up there. I know it was like points in a playoff debut, and he's like maybe like fourth or fifth, I think. All Crazy. Time. That is nuts, though. Breaking Balling records. out of control. 36 points in 40 minutes. 12 of 23 from the field overall, four of 11 from three, eight of eight, eight of eight. The line. Yes. Just My icing God. It. six My assists, God. two boards, just pure shooting guard. Insane. dude. Like, I mean, I don't know. Do you think he's more of a wing or a two? I think he's like, a. I truthfully, dude, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think he's going to turn into like a more athletic Paul George. God, yeah, yeah. That's a big wish. That's a big wish. Truthfully, though, but but uh, do you see the way he plays, though, dude? Yeah, it is Paul George reminiscent. It really is it is. not Paul George esque. Yeah, because of the way he floats around with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think he's going to be like rhythm, a more athletic shots. Paul George. That is insane. Paul George so how- is pretty athletic, though. That's the thing. He was very nice. So a first round, a first round playoff win here for Minnesota will definitely hype up Cat in terms of staying with Minnesota long term. At least for a couple more years. You know what I mean? It'll just like- show all along that Cat really isn't the guy. He's the complimentary guy. And like he needs an Edwards to be able to really succeed. Because he'll he'll just fall into place because he knows what his scoring role is on the team, obviously. But like mm-hmm. do you think there's going to be an Andrew Wiggins type of thing to it where he will accept a backup role, but you still have no real faith in it? Like how was Wiggins pretty much non existent in that game against the Nuggets? He was nullified. You you, you want to know what's crazy? What's up? It's are they a sleeper for Dame Lillard? Who? Minnesota. Minnesota? No. I wouldn't. No. I Lillard, don't know. Ed, Lillard you know Edwards know. Towns? I'm Lillard not, Edwards Towns? Oh, that is... <laughs> <laughs> Bro. I'm not... You're, you're right. I cannot make a truthful decision on that because I don't know Damian Lillard's motivations. But if... Yeah. If Lillard wants to hop on that, like... I'm sure Minnesota would be willing to give them D'Angelo Russell, uh, Nas Reed. They would be willing to give up Vanderbilt. 
Who's that one guy? Jaden McDaniels or whatever. Yeah, McDaniels. They'd give him all all of their fours and fives to Portland. That way Portland can have Anthony Simons in the clear. Some picks. Yep. For Dame. Dame Lillard, Edwards, and Towns. Deadly on offense. Okay, so how about this? That happens, and then next year I buy the black Timberwolves throwback jersey with the little (laughs) triangles across the neck because that's one of the hardest pieces of jersey of all time. And Dame Mm -hmm. Lillard edition. Mm, And I am officially a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. (laughs) That would be nuts, dude. Uh, What does Memphis have to do to win this series? Get Um, back into it. Put their foot back on the gas. Mm -hmm. Just like what we said, they just need to turn it up more. I... They, they, the whole team played like it was treading water. Essentially, they played like they were waiting to strike the entire time, but never did. Like they were holding with them enough to not make it a bloodbath, but not. And it's not even an intentional thing that they were waiting to strike, but just couldn't. It just seemed like every time they tried to ignite, it just misfired. I mean, John Morant was minus sixteen. Exactly. Like he put up the stats, but just getting cooked on defense. The whole team was, <laughs> the whole starting lineup was nearly minus 13 or less. They're just getting outpaced. I mean, let's, context tells us that the Minnesota Timberwolves just won, sadly, one of the biggest games in their franchise's history, even though they've been to the Western Conference Finals with Kevin Garnett. Within the last <laughs> 20 years. I think more like 16 or 17 years. But anyways, point aside. The Timberwolves are feeling some type of energy. They're locked into something. I'm sure that whole team is vibing in, in a crazy good way right now. So that's going to carry them. That will always carry you in a playoff style basketball arena. It's just being able to vibe and be on the same wavelength. Yep. Shouts out to Minnesota, though, for showing up, even though I don't like them. So let's hop into the next game, a game that we watched, the Denver Nuggets and Golden State Warriors. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan Poole. Jordan, Jordan <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to start calling him. Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. A night from, to behold. Uh, <laughs> from Get. Wow. <laughs> uh, Freudian, Jordan Freudian slip though because you know we did watch the commercial for his new movie amidst nope. that game nope I'm watching it I mean I'm just, I am that curious about it so I, I will for sure watch I'm it. just saying that's the name of the movie is nope nope oh yeah you're right uh, Golden State Warriors uh, took down Denver a game we watched 123-107 um, Jokic, I, Jokic out there having anger management <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was real mad. There was a couple of times he was looking like he might be out of control mad. And like mm-hmm. it was it was worrisome. But I mean, if I was him, I probably would have been a little bit peeved too, because how many wide open dishes did he give to Austin Rivers and Aaron Gordon and just three, four, or five times in a row off of mm-hmm. offensive rebounds because nobody on Golden State can check him on the boards. He's always tapping water polo. Like right. he's always tapping the ball back out like that. And like, you know what the craziest part about watching him too is 
that he literally tries to redirect the path of the ball using just touches. Right. It's like release. It's it never stops. Like he there was a a point in the game. I think it was like in the second quarter. It was not Mm -hmm. long after we first started watching it, which was at the almost at the end of the first. But Jokic was running up behind. I believe it was Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon had was bringing the ball to the floor and Jokic was running kind of flank behind him. And Gordon went for this pass to Jokic. But I think it was either Morris was post Morris or Rivers was posted up in a mismatch. Mm-hmm. And Jokic saw that pass, but knew that the angle wasn't possible from Gordon's point of view. So when Gordon passed it to him, all he did, he didn't even touch it really. He just smacked it yep. into that lane so mm-hmm. it could go to Rivers. And I was like, this guy just actually did that. Right. I was like, he just saw literally a move ahead. Like that's that's something Luca would be telling the crowd smart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Luca would be like smart, smart. It's just it was he was serving on that kind of level all night. He was one step ahead of everybody on the court, at least for th- three and a half quarters, and then the anger issues started setting in and he started getting behind. Yep. And that's when it was really over. But and that's a real problem. It is a real problem because I mean that. I don't want to say that cost them the game, but we did watch them in the third quarter get within seven points. And then all of a sudden it was like a switch flipped and Golden State just went on a roll. I mean, what's what hurt them is that they had no answer for Jordan Poole. Right. Exactly. Man, There's nobody answer. that can defend him. No, and I fucking hate him. I hate him. I hate Why? him just like I hate Steph. Because of the way. I mean, they he literally mimics Steph. He yep. knows that he'll get the same looks in this offense as Steph if he plays that way. So yep. he just plays the same role, gets the same shots. And you know what? Looks nice with it. It fucking works. It does work. He just shoots that same way. Off. Right? I mean, let's see. Let's, okay, let's. How 30 points. Nine of 13 in the field. <laughs> seven, eight, uh, seven of eight from the free throw. Five of seven from three. How many minutes did he play? Thirty. It's plus seven. Draymond Green was plus twenty-one. Wow. Andrew Wiggins plus sixteen. There we go. Yeah, Jordan Poole, thirty points in thirty minutes. 69% from the field and 71% from three. 26. 30 points. That is absolutely insane. Well, let's look further here. What's the season stats? 18.5 points per game. So there's a real chance that he could miss about three to four more shots next time. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock him. If he keeps getting those those looks and keeps converting like he has been, and it looks very natural for him, like he could get into a real rhythm here, and that might just put down the MVP. Mm-hmm. Like there's no answer for Jokic, unfortunately, because I mean, who are his best teammates right now? Jermichael Green, Jeff Green, Monte Morris, and Aaron Gordon. That's it. 
Like Will Barton. Will but yeah, Will Barton. Will Barton looked you know what? He looked good the other night. I was proud of Will. I thought he played well. Hey, check this out. If this Warriors team keeps playing on this level, it's over. Nine no, of it's four, not. No, nine it's of, not. It's I not. think it is. Nine of 14 players on the team. So 14 guys had minutes. Now, granted, Moses, wow. Moody, Mo, Moses Moody, only four minutes off the bench. Kaminga, though, like, two, right? They didn't play him at like all. Kaminga, four minutes. JTA, four minutes. So garbage wow. minutes, right? Uh, nine of 14 guys, though, in the plus. Yeah, everybody on the same, on the same wavelength. Pretty much half of those guys in double digits, right? And plus, so that team. I mean, I just I think it's too much for Jokic to handle himself, and I think the anger is going to be a real problem. Ultimately, we'll see. We'll see. I think he'll rein it back in. Jamal I really think just he will. Sitting in the background, though. I know. Very sad. Jamal just sitting there. You know what I mean? You're hoping he's able to put on a jersey at some point, but he needs, Yoke needs him so bad. He is Yoke's perfect teammate. Does Jokic need him to win this series? Yes. At this point, yes. After what we saw the other night, yes. Like the avalanche was very clearly on the way once we saw the third quarter. All right. It'll be an interesting series, but I suggest we move right into the game of the day. No, the absolute Hawks. No. Okay. 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 I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm okay. Butler, Butler and Trey, I are fighting, dude. They weren't fighting. Jimmy told him to calm down. That's all that happened. I mean, it was a take foul. It was a bitch move by a Trey. Let's just get that out of the way. Uh, Trey like put his head down and like kind of bumped into him. Trey like needs to calm down is kind of a jerk. He's getting too good with the villain thing. Like he wants to be the villain, the villain too much. Yeah. Like you're leaning into like Adonis is going to beat his ass. Yeah. At some point, Jimmy Butler might beat his ass. Strictly. We'll see about that. Jimmy, Jimmy's got shooters. That's why he's on the team. Bam, looking great. So he only had how many points did he have? He didn't score much, I thought. I think he only had like four points. Six points, but he looked great on the defensive end. Right. Shut down that Okongwu system I was trying to spice up last night. Yeah, without having Capella, man, they're hurting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but Bam would still eat on Capella, too. The Heat were draining threes. They were tearing it up from three. I mean, it's just Duncan Robinson stepped right back into right back into form. Mm -hmm. Nine and ten from the field. And the Heat's last regular season game was against Atlanta, too. So this is this is a sweep. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, nine of 15 from the field, one yep. of two from three, two of seven from free throw, which is uncharacteristic. Plus so he would have seven. If he would have made the rest, all of his free throws, he would have had what? 27 points, mm-hmm. 28 points. So, I mean, 
there's even more on the table there. Jimmy looked natural. Do you think he kind of plays power forward now? Like Braun? Yeah, to a certain degree. I think defensively, yes. That's crazy that they have him playing the four and then they have basically Tucker picking up their best defensive player or their best offensive player. Right. Like they use Tucker to harass the best offensive player at all times. Mm-hmm. That's what's crazy to me. And then like Lowry is just help. And then hero is extra help at that point. Lowry looking nice too. Yeah. Four in the field, two of four from three. He's just solid. Plus he's, 21. He's the perfect compliment. Yeah. How about zero minutes for Victor Oladipo though? Not a big deal when you're getting what you are out of Max Struess. Oh yeah, exactly. I liked that look. Defense and three guy. That's the sole reason he's starting over Robinson right now. Yeah. Because he can play way better defense. Gabe Vincent looking nice too as a backup point guard. I'm just so glad that these young guards in the NBA are just kind of taking over. Like Struess, Vincent, Maxi, Edwards. I know. And I mean, like, even it, like Bain to a degree as well. Like, and then you got the other guys cool. like Davion, uh, Davian Mitchell, uh, Devin Booker. Uh, Don, I mean, Donovan Mitchell. My bad. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> I was going to say, damn, Davion Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, uh, Devin Booker, Luca. Like, they're shit. still young as shit, too. Yeah. It's the new That's era. insane. It's a new yeah. era of playoff scores, honestly. Yeah. That's what it is. Jason Tatum? Yep. Oh, my God, man. That let's go ahead and get into it. All right. Like, let's put it right on the plate here. This was even better of a game than Philadelphia and Brooklyn was in the regular season. So the energy today in Boston was definitely elevated. Kyrie was playing it up. You and I were talking before the podcast about how he was staring into the camera, allegedly slapped the camera as well, like slapped it away. He did on the right before the game started. They were showing him and Durant high five and everyone. And uh, he smacked the camera. What do you what do you um, realistically think of their energy together? I think they're locked in, truthfully. Yeah, I believe that. I, I fully really believe are. it. Because right now, I think Durant is in a motion where he's like, Kyrie is cooking. You see, remember those stats that I sent you today? Kyrie's stats while playing with KD. Yep. 30.3 points per game. from the field and 46% from three. The best Kyrie we've ever seen. The best. On a a different level. Like just not even conscious Kyrie. He's expressionless. I love it. That's the thing. He's expressionless when he walks into the arena. He's expressionless when he is standing on the court when the buzzer sounds. Like it's impressive. And you know what it is? And this is what makes him like a goat. And this is why these guys can get to the level that they do. It's because he thinks he's better than everyone out there. And he damn near is. You know to what few, I mean? Ex- to few exceptions. Yes. Right. That's why he always crawls into these top three discussions at all times. 
Kyrie is a top two point guard in the league. Like it's mm-hmm. undeniable. Yep. He's damn near a top four shooting guard in the league at once. Like the blends that we were talking about the other night. Kyrie's just the one, two blend, mm-hmm. the perfect one, two blend. Like, and tonight showed it again, 39 points, 12 of 20 from the field, 60%, 60% from three, 100% from the free throw line. Did I mention nine of nine fasting, from the line fasting for Ramadan? Yep. He is spiritually in such a good place right now. And you know what? It really makes me happy for Kyrie. 39 points. Remember after the first playing game, I believe, I think it was against Cleveland. Yeah. Where he was talking to somebody at the end of the game and he just said, he was talking about like his connection with his faith and stuff. You could just look into his face and you could just see how much more joyful he was right now. And like, I feel like that's playing a huge part in why that game today came down to a buzzer beater because Kyrie and KD, I mean, KD was being schemed at. And I was, uh, I'm not worried about how KD handled it because they were actively defending him in a big way. Mm -hmm. Like they were making sure, like one thing about KD is that his arms are so long when he holds the ball for even a couple seconds, it's almost in a vulnerable position. Right. So that's what Boston was trying to do. They were just trying to literally swat at everything Giannis had. And they did it like six, like four to six possessions in a row. Everything Kevin had. Yeah. You said Giannis. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Did I really? Yeah. Wow. That is total Freudian slip. Yeah. You said total. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Kevin Durant. Definitely not Giannis. (laughs) Not Giannis. But yeah, they were just trying to trying to get in the way of everything. Exactly. They were cutting off all the passing lanes. Like it was impressive. And but they, they locked him down. What makes me worried though is that did you watch the first few minutes of this game? Yes. Boston was on the tip of their toes on roller skates. Like yep. they were out of control playing. Al Horford, especially, was just balling out of his mind. Yeah, but both teams Ridiculous were sloppy for three or three minutes. I feel like both teams were sloppy. Exactly. And it was contributing to sloppiness because they were just playing so hard. Mm -hmm. Like both, both sides. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, Kyrie included in there. Yeah. But like Kevin Durant, not looking too hot though. I don't know. It looked, it looked fully there to me, but it just looked pinned down for some reason. They tamed him, dude. They did like, they straight I, up tamed him. I'm not going to say... control Kyrie, though. Oh, my God, Kyrie. Did you see the fadeaway mid-range jumper he made when he was being defended it, like in both ways in front of his face? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? When he made that, it's like... The man, insane. The man cooks in unthinkable energy because he feeds off of the Boston hate. I almost feel like he wants the Boston thing to be more than it ever was because he's feeding into his own personal motivations. Yes. Michael Jordan, like, yeah, total Jordan Kobe, like letting it, letting it be his feel. Exactly. He's putting so much hatred towards them and receiving a ton back, especially from the Celtics themselves. Mm hmm. 
And let's like, go ahead and give the Celtics themselves their credit too, because we're talking a lot about totally, Kyrie totally. Was, and Kyrie was great in a loss. So uh, let, let, let's show up for what true. it is. Jason Tatum, nine of eighteen from the field, three of seven from three, ten of twelve from the free throw, thirty-one points plus two on the court, eight assists, two blocks, five turnovers. Not great, but they got the dub. Just a fantastic game. Yeah, a totally fantastic of, game. Al Hor- Horford, 8 of 13, 2 of 2 from the field. 20 points, plus 8. That's just so... I know, 20 and 15 from Al Horford. Like, that's just nuts. Marcus Smart, 8 of 17, 4 of 9 from 3. That's... Exactly. Assist. That's what made Brooklyn bite at the end of the day. At the yep. end of the game there. 4 of 9 from 3 for Marcus Smart. 20 points. Wow. Also, Jalen Brown, 23 points, 9 of 19 from the field. 1 of 4 from 3, 4 of 6 from the free throw. Plus 10. And they're not even almost their offense, but just their collective wing defense. Tatum and Brown, both two blocks. Tatum and Brown getting after it. Absolutely physical defenders, both of them. And then they have Smart and Derek White. Derek White looks shaky at times. I'm not going to lie, but on defense, he realized purely the three is extremely shaky. Anything on offense from him, I'm not trusting, even layups. But like his defense just works so well in that style that they have where they're just consistently pushing and like flying into the passing lanes. Like that is all Spurs defense, too. Mm-hmm. And like that is that's why I was so confused why they got him for so cheap for Josh Richardson. I was like, right. man. It's like, that is a great defensive piece. And that's all he really needs to do. But the fact of the matter is, this game came down to 0.0 on the clock. Yep. Is what it really came down to. There's no identity here between who is the better team. Because in my mind, this was as close to a match as there is. Yep. This is, this is building up to be an iconic feud in the league, I feel like. I feel like... I mean, this right now, Brooklyn has one series on him right now. For sure. And there was no Brown last year. And the Celtics were just different. They were a, a Brad Stevens team. Mm-hmm. And now they have M.A. Udoka. Hello, San Antonio Spurs yet again. Mm-hmm. They're just the wing defense. Like, it seems like Udoka is Pop's perfect protege for learning wing defense. Because that's what he had to do for Pop when he was there, was play wing defense. And now he has two of the best wing defense, <laughs> the best wing defensive core in the NBA. Yeah. And, and I have to eat crow with Boston because I was throwing mad shade about them as being Eastern conference final contenders, uh, let alone finals contenders. So for sure, I'll have to eat some crow on that. Cause they are looking very nice and they could beat Brooklyn. Ultimately, I'm still not betting against Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Right. Just because how fucking phenomenal Kyrie Irving is and how phenomenal we know Kevin Durant can be and how we have seen Jaden Tate, Jason Tatum shy away from the moment at times. Right. Yeah. Um, I think me and you both agree that Jalen Brown has been more than consistent between the two of them. Hit the uh, clutch overall. three tonight. Right. Looked clutch right. when it went up. What was that like? At least a minute and 30 seconds left. Right. To put it to a one point game. Ridiculous. Confident. Exactly. No hesitation right. at all. And, and Jason Tatum's great. Don't get me wrong. But 
uh, yeah, I think I think I'm still leaning towards Kyrie and Kevin Durant, but it's going to be seven games, like you're thinking. Yeah, and I'm loving every minute of it because think about it, Kevin Durant was shut down tonight. Air quotes, twenty three points. Mm-hmm. What is eighty percent Kevin Durant in, under this defense? Twenty nine. 31 points compared to Kyrie out here getting 37. I don't know. I think 80% is maybe 26, 27. True. Maybe. I don't know. It's just, I'm excited. I, I think can't he's at wait about to watch 75 getting 23 points. Right. Yeah, true. I don't know. Like it just, it all, it hypes me up. It really does. It's going to be a fun series. And this is a series to watch for round one. My because, biggest question mark is, is Al Horford really going to be able to sustain this level of play for six, seven games? I don't know. Eight and 13 then, from the field, 20 points, 20 and 15, double-double. I don't like, know. I mean, how many minutes did he play as well? Let's see here. All but two of their players had at least uh, one steal. That's just crazy. Played 41 minutes. That's big time minutes for Al Horford. Mm-hmm. Big time minutes. 35 years old. Yeah, but dude, I mean, it works. Age doesn't seem to be a problem anymore. Especially when he's been. Whether you're young or old. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And then we got Anthony Edwards out here on the other end of the spectrum. Scoring the most points for somebody under 22 of you for like an NBA history. Insane. Uh, where, where are you at? You had seven games for this? I That's my dream, but realistically, I think that... Okay, the, my hater take is that this could be a five-game series for Brooklyn if Brooklyn just keeps it this level of offensive consistency throughout. Kevin Durant steps up a little bit more. And Boston's defense just starts to really run out of that energy because they showed me an almost relentless amount of energy tonight. And that's what really kept them in this game is that they never stopped. So, I mean, one game off of that, Brooklyn, I feel like can easily steal one. One game of a one of eight start for Jason Tatum, you know, like just snowballs. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown kind of has an off night, maybe. I don't know. These guys are extremely consistent. Like, it's hard for me to put any salt on that. Yeah, it's hard to throw shade at either side here because, like you said, it came down to mere seconds. Uh, so, Just a beautiful layup by Tatum. How about? Yeah. Insane. All right. So, uh, that does it for the games that have happened so far. Uh, I mean, Milwaukee, Chicago, that's going to be a four-game sweep. I feel like I've been fucking with my buddy, Mikhail, that I work with because uh, he's a Bulls fan. I'm like, dude, it's over. It looks kind of over. I'm sorry, Mikhail, but it's it looks over. over. It's over. Public apology to your friends. I just don't see them having a chance. And now we got Phoenix right now just gassing Norman. Absolutely. Just putting that to bed easily. Chris Paul yeah. doesn't even want to look in that direction. 
No. Because remember, they were trying to call him this offseason. He's like chilling for him. They were like, we would love him to come back and play a Chris Paul role on this team. And Chris Paul's like, why? I'm about to go win in Chippy with Booker. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. At least make a damn good run at it. Exactly. I think the biggest threat to them, and this is crazy, was if the Clippers somehow made it in. Yeah. Paul George and I mean, not even somehow, like the Clippers arguably should have made it in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, in my eyes, uh, I think they were the biggest threat if they could have made it in. It's just, I wish that the Clippers without Paul George could have held it together. But how early would Paul George have been back anyways? Would it be, they had be back by though. what, game three? Yeah, they but he P- was out for the health and safety protocols the next game. Uh, so that's I what made them lose. I didn't know that he was out for that game. Yeah, he was gone. Pat Bev acting out of control in that game, too. Yeah. So uh, I think Phoenix but is PG just a played sure thing. in that one. PG played in the one against Pat Bev. Yeah. But he lost in the, uh, he wasn't in the second one, though. Yeah, because he was too afraid. I'm sorry, Paul George. We bury you every time. Drink too much coffee or something. Pussy. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Phoenix, man, coming out of the West. I think it's a sure thing at this point. I would like to see it be that because I mean, I mean, if they are who we think they are, they'll do it. I don't think Memphis will make it. You don't think Memphis will make it. I feel like I that's a bit of a safer take right now than we were thinking. Maybe the entire, the entire regular season. I think they're a second round exit. So would golden state run into Phoenix in the next round? I think so. Right. Cause a six and three. And the two and are they the six and the three or are they the five and the four? No, the the Suns would play are going to play either the Mavs or the Jazz next round. Right, the Suns would. So that means that Golden State may have to play Memphis in the next round. Yes, that's what I was saying. And if Memphis stumbles through this series, then they might as well be put to bed. Golden and then State we're finding Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. Yep. Against Phoenix. Phoenix. Or I mean, Luca. Or Luca. That's the thing. Could or be Luca. Luca. Could be Luca. Luca, I hope to God it's that. Now that I see our path here, I hope that it's Luca versus Luca Steph. versus Booker. Luca versus Booker. I mean, I hope that's the next round, but Luca versus Steph, though. Oh, that means Luca would have to beat Phoenix in yeah. the second round. Yeah. Can he? I don't think he can. We'll have to wait and see because Aiton is going to be a real problem for Dallas. Can they beat Utah at first? I mean, that's what they have to do first. True. Luca just has to get healthy though and I feel like we'll see that through. It's about to be a long run, man. Man, what if this is the third year in a row of Luca and John make, not making it past the third round though? Or the first round? First round. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be so crazy, dude. Good. Uh, it's heating up. It's heating up for sure. Hey, I'm just glad that we touch base while all this craziness happened today because today was just an amazing gauntlet. This last weekend has been an amazing gauntlet. So. Yeah, the last two days have just been wild. They have. They have kept really me on my the toes last, like, the whole time. Days. Exactly. So, I mean, it's just amazing to watch so far. I'm hoping it just gets even better. Yeah, I mean, the, the play-in tournament is successful. Plain and simple. Certainly, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing we can take away from like the last like week. 
playing tournament is just extreme. And, and, and the season in general. I mean, yeah. there's some big positives to the season as well. I mean, games are never... I mean, think about how tight the standings were. Yeah. I know. That's the thing, especially in the East. And that's the surprise as well. Yeah. I mean, people are just really going hard throughout the whole season because they want to avoid that play-in tournament. Right. You want to be top six. Exactly. You, you want top those six, four guaranteed games. elite. Well, that and you're also guaranteed four games. So if right. you have one bad night, you can just turn it right back around the next right. scheme. I mean, Toronto earned the right to that, but we saw what happened. So I don't know. This really might get interesting, though, going forward. All right. So first round and from right now, first round predictions, I'm going uh, Mavs, Heat, Philly, Brooklyn, Warriors. Grizzlies, Phoenix, and Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I'll I'll agree with that for sure. I don't know because I have real questions about Brooklyn, Boston. I feel like right now that could go either way, depending on what kind of what's being brought to the table. Mm-hmm. Um. I really want to see Chicago win at least two on Milwaukee. I don't think they can. I don't think they can get one. Yeah. After tonight, they just... They simply... They missed like six straight shots down the stretch. Like, it was just bad. At bus rotation, it's just tough, man. It is. And the fact that they've been able to plug Wesley Matthews into Grayson Allen's minutes, Mm -hmm. like, that's really ridiculous to me. (laughs) Like, I mean... The fact that Grayson Allen was playing so well in their rotation, and then they're just like, yeah, well, here you go. Mm -hmm. He's just on the bench. I mean, I like the look more, though, for Wes Matthews, for sure. Playoffs. More than Grayson Allen. Yeah. Yeah. But Portis out there, I like Portis. Portis is a great backup five for them. Mm -hmm. Regular season starter, but then your backup five in the playoffs. I just don't think they can get uh, maybe one game at best. Yeah, true. Agreed. It's just not there for them right now. Where's Lonzo at, by the way? Is he hurt? Yeah, Lonzo's out for the season. Damn. Caruso's back, though. Yeah, Alex Caruso's out there playing physical defense, but that only gets you so far. From this first round of games, uh, where are you at? Who has the most to lose? Um... I think that Jokic has a little bit to lose to his reputation right now if they don't win this first round series, even though Jamal is out. I don't know. I don't know. Like, There's got to be a little bit of questions there after a while, especially if the anger thing is real. Like, um, if obviously, I feel like if Brooklyn actually loses this series, then I have real questions about what Katie and Kyrie is besides just a freak show of offense. Mm-hmm. If it can't be sustained, like, I don't know what's going to happen there. Is Ben Simmons going to play this series? Like, I'm not sure. I think that if Ben Simmons comes in and and fits in, I think it's over. Yeah. I think Brooklyn seals it. 
because then what he's going to do for you on the wing. (laughs) Exactly. What he's going to do for you on the wing is just devastating. Right. Exactly. It just shirts you up that much more. It'll be devastating for Philadelphia too. watch it happen. Watch it happen. Mm-hmm. He will be devastating against Philadelphia in the playoffs. It will destroy James Harden. Like 18 points per game, 11 rebounds, eight assists. I'm just thinking like three blocks. Shuts yeah, James like three Harden blocks. Down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Embarrasses James Harden. Wow. What does James Harden do at that point? Um, most to lose is tough for me. As I pose the question to you, it's t- it's tough for me to answer. I can think of like 15 guys, dude. Jimmy? I, have, yeah, yeah, d- I know. Jimmy, Steph, Paul, Booker, Embiid, Jokic, yep. James Harden, mm-hmm. Brooklyn. <laughs> like, like 15 guys, 15 teams that have a lot to lose. There's a lot on the line. Mm-hmm. Jaw, Luca. They're they're in the least category though, because they're in the best situation. Yes and no. I think ironically, they're it, 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 that's arguable, but ultimately, it is just it's messy. Yeah, it's it can get there. Yeah, it's messy. We'll 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 see. We'll see. That's gonna be a fun fun playoff run here. <laughs> Who do you have winning it all? I'm at Miami right now. I still feel the Brooklyn energy, man. I cannot yeah. shift from it. I'm still feeling the Brooklyn energy. I'm at Miami or Milwaukee. It's more than likely probably Milwaukee, but I think Miami has a chance. Miami, we'll see. We will see because their rural players were really shilling today. Showing out, not shilling. I think that's what they do, though. Yeah, their rural players just step up and play in their, play in their that's lane. What they're, that's what they're known for. Exactly. Unsigned guys tearing it up. And then Jimmy Butler just comes in for a safe 26 points at yep. nine and nine at the free throw line, except for just tonight, control, apparently. Controls the game. Yep. And then Bam's just there to lock everything down. Bam hitting middies too. <sighs> that one he had looked nice. It looked real nice. He like can start hitting those. 19 footer, like yep. just inside the line. Anthony Davis style. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it looks real good. Uh, Phoenix gas in New Orleans right now, 42 to 23. And I think on wow. that note, I think on that, that note, we can close it out here. Uh, one more take, playoff-themed Adam. Go ahead and send it. CJ McCollum will not last long in New Orleans. After be a the first-round exit in the playoffs. He'll be, the, he'll be normed next year. And he goes to Toronto. There you go. There you go. Playing beside Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> With Dame, oh my God. If they, if that happened, I would actually just move to Canada. Because <laughs> Dame, Gary, and CJ would be reunited. Yeah. <laughs> in a happier place in Toronto. Uh, Toronto, and they live with Drake. Weed. I guess they could probably do that in Portland. Well, yeah, but they can just live with Drake at this point too. Yeah, <laughs> Drake in one of his mansions. Exactly. Just live in compound. D- Dame, CJ, Gary, and all the guys just live at a Drake compound in the offseason. Yep. Then they have their apartments in the regular season, but in the offseason, they all live together at the compound. They all just make an album. Yeah. 
<laughs> and it's Drake better and than Drake. What if there's beef between the OVO Toronto Raptors and Dreamville, and then they have an actual basketball game against each other? That'd be nuts. J. Cole and Dream Jid. Jid and, <laughs> and Boz. And yeah. uh, oh my God. The Earth Gang. Yeah. <laughs> Against the, the Toronto Raptors, like just core. Drake, Dame, Gary, OG, Freddie, Freddie, and uh, Scotty. Yeah. But for Pascal. some reason, no Pascal. No, Pascal's out there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just a legit me? NBA team. The Rascal. Like, against the Dreamville, the North Carolina Dreamville. They would have uh, the college kids out there with them. Yeah, the UNC Tar Heels. <laughs> Armando Baycott. Shout out Armando Baycott. Uh, my one more take. Trey Young's going to get embarrassed by the Miami Heat. I mean, it's happened already. Yep. What's to stop it? Sweep. Yeah, I'm feeling sweep on this as well. I'm calling sweep. Like to see it, though. After he was so Love cocky in Cleveland. It. Love to see it. Humbled, humbled by Jimmy Butler. And I mean, if he's not humbled, he should. He he needs to reconsider his his perspective. Exactly. Honestly. All right. As always, engage with us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Dip Network. One name across the board right now. A lot easier to find us. We are the Dip Network everywhere. Everywhere you want to find us. Uh, available on all streaming services, all four of the shows, technically three right now because we haven't released an episode of the flagship show yet, but we will very soon. (laughs) Right now is a busy time for us. Right now is the NBA playoffs and it almost requires secular vision. It really does. It does. It's it's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. It's meticulous work, but it's worth it. You know, you got to get surgical with the playoffs. Exactly. Because that's what yeah. it is on the floor, too. Mm-hmm. Whole different level. Uh, love to see it, though. So uh, stay active with us. Uh, enjoy all of the shows. Leave us five-star reviews wherever you listen. And uh, stay tapped in. We're out. Tapped in. Peace.